Terry and Mandy here. Welcome to another episode of the Spinsta Sisters. Holla. So Mandy and I are very excited and the apartment is bustling with activity today because we are getting ready to head out to Maine tomorrow with our parents, Mary and Jack. Yes, Bahaba to be exact. That's right, Mandy. We're going to Bahaba. Bahaba. We're very excited to get out of here as much as we're going together. That's the only downside is that we have to be forced uh, <laughs> to have four, four to five days of much more quality time together and sharing a room together, which, oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But we're not going to get into any arguments. at No, all. especially not during the four to five hour drive up there. That's going to be a blast. Oh, but you know, we, we just, we just, because we're grateful and happy and we're looking forward to it. I did mean though that Mandy had to do laundry this week, which <sighs> listeners, I'm still I, not done. I know you are in the midst of it. If these people only knew the torture that I had to go through. Oh, you? <laughs> to listen to you complain about your laundry all week. And then today you finally, you did it at least. <laughs> yeah. And it's still not done. And then I have to hear you complain the whole time you're doing it too. So. Yeah. And about how nothing's actually dry. Know, it's just a horrible you know, I'm proud of, problem. I'm proud of you for doing it, though. But King's excited, too, right, Mandy? Yes, he's getting himself a little staycation with Barbara. Yeah, shout out to Barbara. Aff Thank you. Pet Care. That's A-R-F-F. King is very excited to be over there for the next five or six days. I can't count time anymore, but I'm sure he's like spread out over her entire house and just taking control of it. Just laying on his side. Yep. Waiting for belly rubs, which I'm sure he's asking Barbara for every five seconds. Staring expectantly at Barbara. Yeah. Yep. And then he's like, where's food? I'm just going to take food off your floor. Is that all right, Barbara? So mm -hmm. good for King, too. So King gets a little staycation. We had a big night out over the weekend. We sure did. We got like all dolled up. Oh, yeah. That was like dressed up for us these days. Yeah. You know, you know with COVID, you know, you don't dress up that much. But we went with our neighbors who you all know and love, Katie and Andy, mm -hmm. and my friend Henya. And we went down to Oscars in Dedham. Yes, good people, good food, good drink. Everything. Katie and Andy are friends with the owners, and we hadn't been before, and we've been hearing about it for a long time, and we've been wanting to check it out. And finally, we went down. Now we've been, and now we love it, and everyone else should go and love it too. That's 1,000% accurate. Yep. Oscars. Yep. We want to give a shout out to uh, John and Melissa and everyone else we met there. Thank you for a lovely evening. Okay. Thank you very much. So on today's show, you're going to meet our friend Linda. Woo! And we are certain that Linda was the inspiration for an episode of Sex in the City. And you'll hear about that story and a lot of Linda's other dating stories. So catch on the flippity flop. Enjoy. Hello, Linda. Hey, girls. Thank you for joining us. And you're down the Cape. It's a beautiful week to be down the Cape. It's very nice. Yeah. So are you getting up to any antics down there? Because we, uh, we saw mm. that you were out with one of your girlfriends. You pick up any dudes? No, not there. Everybody was like 100. She doesn't leave Mashpee. She's really, really funny. Yeah, she just stays in Mashpee. Like Mashpee, <laughs> Lucy, Barry, I don't know why. Maybe she likes the 100-year-olds. We don't know. <laughs> well, she, she won't venture much past Mashpee. That reminds me, I dated a guy in New York when I lived at Daphna, and we called him Two Block Ed because he would <laughs> never leave like this general two block, maybe three block radius. Years ago, I moved down here after a breakup. I think I was in my 20s and I was cutting this lady's hair and um, she was born on the Cape and she had never crossed the bridge to go into what? Boston. I said, you've never been to Boston? She was like 80. And she said, no, I, there's nothing. I want to see everything I have is at the Cape. And I said, I mean, we're not all Martians. Like, <laughs> what are you afraid <laughs> of? You know, it was really weird. I, I can't imagine that. So I've known Linda for about 10 years or so now. I've done the math. And side note, everyone, Linda owns a salon. She's a very talented stylist. So She's extremely talented. Yes. Out there. Yes. 
also she is divorced and she has a son. So she's not technically a spinster, but yeah. she has been single again for like the last 15 years or so. Right, Linda? Or Yes, I am 55 and I like to date 20 year olds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who does Linda, it, Linda? But that's we need everyone to know Linda's hot. Okay. Yes. Linda looks like 20 years younger than she actually is. And she often gets much younger dudes hitting on her. She's like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. She's hot. Yeah. I'm not coming on to you, Linda. Don't worry about it. But yeah. Good looking girl. (laughs) Thank you. Good looking girl. I mean, Linda has no trouble usually meeting guys though. She, you know, she has a lot of experience with the online dating and pre online dating meeting dudes organically. It's been a while, you know, because of COVID and stuff like that. I got um, divorced when I was or separated when I was 38. So around 39, I started dating. My son was about five or six. Did some dating in my 40s. Linda has a very specific type. And as long as I've known her, she generally is one of these. She really clings to that type. And sometimes I want her to leave her comfort zone, but I've (laughs) got to give her credit because she really sticks to her guns as far as like, no, that guy is not my type or yo, that guy is my type. Quinn from Homeland is one that you (laughs) find very attractive. (laughs) And I think a lot of people will also. But one we want to mention, oh God, we don't understand is, is Tom Petty. (laughs) Which, ew. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were we up in New Hampshire? I think at your brother's, brother's place. Condo, and, um, yeah. We were talking about your obsession with Tom Petty. You you kept pulling up pictures of Tom Petty on your phone. No, no, no. Like his concert. You, like that's his what voice it was. Is just so sexy. But, yeah. <laughs> and you just kept looking. You're like, don't you just can't you just see how sexy he is? And I'm like, no, I can't, Linda. Look, we love Tom Petty's music. He was a very talented musician. May he rest in peace. Loved right. his music. Right. But it was hysterical because Linda kept trying to convince us that he was like super <laughs> sexy. And she just kept pulling up more videos and more. But look at him here. But look at him here. And we're like, yeah, still no, Linda. Still yeah, no. Still no. Like, I mean, he's yeah. all yours, Linda. Less competition. <laughs> sure. Like, I think Tom Brady's cute, whatever. Yeah. I'm very much I'm happy being alone like I don't need a guy type of thing Mm -hmm. I need spark and there has to be something there for me I don't care about height I could care less about money um they could be a trash collector for all I care I I need Mm -hmm. spark and I need somebody to make me laugh and there has to be something there I found Tom Petty sexy I think it's his voice you know he really does have nice eyes if you really look at him (laughs) I am definitely like fine being alone. Like I'm Mm -hmm. kind of an introvert. I like reading. I do not want that everyday relationship. I prefer going out with my friends. I definitely want somebody in my life, like if I'm sick or something, Mm -hmm. but I did notice, you know, a few guys that I have dated want like a little bit more. Like, I don't think I want to live with anybody. That's funny because Linda would be like, my ideal is like, part-time I see them once a month (laughs) I think that's why I gravitate towards like long distance relationships we went on vacation and you know you were working and I'm like that's great I like my alone time like too you know like I don't always need to be with someone like anyway I hear that you get set in your ways too and like you know you like your alone time and I'm with you on the just recharging by yourself but yeah we had a great time in Nashville though and yeah we didn't have to be all clingy So after I got divorced, maybe 39, they probably had online dating and maybe they had texting and stuff like that, but I didn't know about it then. I'm I'm always the last when it comes (laughs) to technology. I worked at a hair salon and this girl was getting married and, you know, she was in her twenties and 
I said, how did you meet so-and-so? And she said, on Craigslist. She's like, yeah, I know it sounds creepy. And she said, yeah, there's like man looking for woman, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, let's just see what's <laughs> on there. I see this guy and he sounded really funny. I decided to meet him. He was younger. I think I was like 39 and he was probably like 28. Nice. So we met at this bar in Washington Square in Brookline. We were the only ones there because it was like a weird like Monday night and their kitchen Mm -hmm. was closed. So we just kept drinking. I got, you know, kind of buzzed and we really hit it off and we are now making out. I, I, in, the, in a nice. booth. Monday night makeout sesh in the booth oh. at the bar. Yeah. I didn't really want a relationship at the time. I was like, you know, just go out with some good looking guys. And he was really funny. Then he got hungry and the kitchen was closed. There's a sushi restaurant next door. You can, you're welcome to go get sushi and bring it here. You know, they just wanted us to keep drinking. Fine. And watch you make out. I was like, wow, I really like this guy. Like, you guys know me. I never like anybody. Like, girls <laughs> that were like, oh, my God, you are the pickiest person I've ever <laughs> met in the world. They don't have to, you know, be a CEO or whatever. Yeah, no, you're not shallow, for sure. They don't yeah. have to yeah. be, just that spark. be tall. There mm-hmm. has to be something there. He, We go to the sushi restaurant, and I wasn't hungry because I ate before, and he orders sushi. He, he's like, oh, have a piece. So he orders, like, a bunch of stuff, and I had, like, one piece of sushi. Yeah, he seems really nice. Like, he's cool and everything. The end of the night comes, and I'm like, you know, at that point, I was kissing him because we were the only ones at the restaurant. (laughs) He says to me, so um, I just got the bill, and your share is $38 or whatever it was. But, like, literally to the penny. Like, it was 57 cents. Oh and my god. He included the sushi that like I had <gasps> like I wasn't even hungry. Um so he was a cheapskate. So, Listen, you got uh, a hot makeout session for 38 bucks. And then he like walks me to my car. He was wearing a scarf. <laughs> lost his scarf. And oh, he like god. accused me of stealing it. He oh no, he got really upset. It was a long time ago, so I'm just it's all coming back to me. <laughs> he got really upset that he lost his scarf. Like really upset, like psycho upset. And anyway, take so, it down. I'll buy you another scarf. Well, I always offer to pay, but right. if I like him on the first date and they take it, it's a turn off to me. Agree. I am very generous. They could be poor. I mean, look yep. at the guy. No, yeah. I think the dude Married. needs to pay for the first date. I'm sorry, I'm a traditionalist like that. And he kept asking me out, and I, you know, I didn't want to like say no, and I just said, "Oh, I'm busy." Blah blah blah. He was kind of getting mad and he's like, why aren't you seeing me? And then I finally had to say, because you're a fucking cheapskate. He called me a frothy dame. Oh, and he said, What's he, is he from like the 17th century? Like who, what is that? He was than me too. He, he, was like, you know, he was like a poet type. Like oh. he was like, a beat, he was a like, beatnik. Yeah, yes. he was a frothy dame. Yes, yes. He was like, like, he was like sexy, like kind of. Like Jim Morrison hair and oh, okay. like beatniky, like poetry. Um, like you literally rounded off the thing to the penny, including the sushi that I had one piece that you were hungry and I wasn't. Did um, you pay him to the penny? Like, did you give him cash? I, w- I hope that you gave <laughs> him like 57 him, like, cents. 
I think, no, I didn't. I it would have been great. If you I had. just like told them to keep the change. And <laughs> then um, all the girls at work were calling me a frothy dame and a frothy dame guy will call him. The dame guy. Yes. Then there was a guy that looked pretty cute. You know, he had like a motorcycle and blah, blah, blah. And got ready. I, I felt like I looked good. You know, your hair's done, whatever. Um, we were meeting near my house, ready to step out and go outside and meet him. It's pouring, pouring rain. Well, about five minutes before the date, he text messages me and says, do you mind standing outside, standing outside of the restaurant? And I go, excuse me? Like I said, pouring rain. I go, what do you mean? Um, Can we just meet inside? And he goes, well, he said, well, the last girl said she was normal, but she had huge hips. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. I already hated this guy, Yeah, but I'm hungry. My hair's done and I got to consider and my makeup looked perfect. He wanted That's to pretty- see if I was like heavy. Wow. Um, but the last girl. Okay, Talk about shallow. What an asshole. Like, I didn't say right. I was thin. I didn't say, I said I was like normal weight. At that point, yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking ordering filet mignon. If they Damn have. right you are. I said, I'm not going to stand outside like a horse so you can bait <laughs> me. Good for you. I go, you want to meet or you don't? He's like, oh, I love it. Sorry, I'll meet you. So I go inside and he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. Ugh. I don't know what I was thinking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ladies, it was the first time I met somebody online, like on a dating site where it wasn't his picture. Oh my God. And he's so particular about you not needing to have right? big hips. That, all right. Well, so- what did he look like? Was he normal? If he wasn't an asshole, he'd be okay. Yeah. But, But it wasn't like his picture with a motorcycle, like cool looking, you know, I mean, it wasn't really my type, but he wasn't bad. But then he kept talking badly about his ex-wife, which is a bad sign. First date bashing the ex-wife. And this at this point, because he was such an asshole, I ordered the most expensive drink and the most expensive. That's my girl. Did I tell you about the fireman? Even if you have, I want to hear it again. Fireman hot. He was from Arkansas. But he lived here, black hair, green eyes. He was on the hot firefighter calendar. <laughs> oh, my God. Are oh you Samantha God. from Sex in the City? I think I might be. Okay, I had two dates that night. Aiden was five years old. Oh. So, you know, when you get a babysitter, you gotta... You bang him out. Yeah, right? Okay. Not really bang him, but you I know mean, what I mean. Jesus Christ, I sound like a hoe, but... No, are you no. kidding me? Hey, you gotta line him up. You gotta get you him gotta line him up. Back. Exactly. Back-to-back and meetings. We really hit it off. He told me, like, basically, like, he wasn't over this girlfriend. And um, at that point, I didn't care. I just wanted fun. I think I was out with Amy and my friend Julie. As I was driving back, Chris called me and he said, why don't you stop by the fire station? He he worked on Boylston Street in Boston. And I was like, oh, OK. So it's like midnight and we're you are Samantha from Sex and the City, but go yeah. ahead. Uh, we get <laughs> I'm like, I think they actually got this plot from your. So go ahead. We are. Sitting down watching TV, you know, there's a couple of fighter fighters. Now we're alone in the room. We're making out. I'm sitting on his lap. And all of a sudden the fire grill goes off. Oh, my God. He he like throws me, throws me off his lap. And he's like, I have to drive the fire truck. He like had to leave. And that was that. Um, I don't know if either of you, I know, Mandy, you haven't seen it. But Linda, there is a 
an episode of Sex and the City where that happens. Really? Exactly. Are you in the firehouse? She's naked. They get the fire alarm goes off and they have to take off and she's standing there like with firefighters. Oh my God. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally listening to this. I'm like, I can't believe you're really. Oh my God, Linda, you're my idol. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe it happened in real life. It does bring up another story. So I needed my roof done in my house. My cousin, Carrie, was living with me at the time. I was out with my friends and we met. I I have a thing for Irish guys. I was (laughs) out in Boston and I didn't need my roof done. And this, you know, cute guys like, oh, we do roofs. And he brings his friend and they're like the two hottest guys I've seen. And my cousin (laughs) drives by and she's like, who the hell are those hot guys on your roof? So one of the guys asks me out and he's literally like one of the hottest guys I've ever seen. He's 28. I'm 41. He helped me hang a mirror and he touched my hand and there was this like crazy spark and he just like started kissing me. And I'm like, oh, my well, God, so hot. We went out a couple of times and he, he comes over and, and he leaves. And then there's like I was cleaning and I found like dirty underwear pair of women's and underwear. He, he had he had already finished like fixing my roof he left his underwear in my okay. bathroom cabinet like, that's so like weird. underneath underneath the sink it was Ever like a men's a- boxers so i texted him and i was like did you leave like some underwear he was moving that's what he said he was moving out of state he said i wanted something for you to remember me by or something weird like that dad he needed he, his roof done and his friend was there and he's like oh where's so and so cuz i think he came by one time when they were like fixing my roof and he's like oh yeah his um fiance lives in south carolina so he was engaged when motherfucker hot irish roofer guy Dashingly handsome roofer guy makes out with you and is engaged and leaves his underwear for you as a memento. Dudes. So we're at the Cape going out. We're going to see a band. And there was a really cute guy working. He was like the door guy. Uh, Really cute. Six, four, blonde, um, Bill. Like, like, I don't like him really muscly, but he was, you know, tattoos, all that. Um, you do have that type. You have the the biker boy, the tattoo guy, the rock, the rocker. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, and the construction worker. Don't forget oh, yes. about construction and the construction And the and roofers. The Quins. the Quins from Homeland. I meet this guy and a lot of girls were sort of talking to him and all that stuff. He asked for my number and he's texting me, like asking me out and all that. I did get a bad impression because he did have a child with a Brazilian woman who like took her kids back to Brazil without telling him. So I'm like, okay, this brawn guy, there must be something shady if this girl takes her daughter back without telling him. And he's pissed. He's (laughs) like, I'm going to Brazil. I'm finding my daughter, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Oh, good (laughs) Lord. We go out a few times and then... I remember like coming out of the shower and he was like on the computer and I saw, and my hair was really dark back then. I see a blonde hair on the bed, like a long blonde hair on the sheet. The next morning, right? And I go up to him and I go, (laughs) Jesus, you could at least change the sheets. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I pull up the long blonde hair. (gasps) I don't do blondes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're like, okay. He didn't call me. I didn't call him. 
Yeah, no, we're done with him. Right out. With Ron. Right out. Like, how many dates will you go on with somebody to give someone a chance? So in my 40s, one, I knew within 10 minutes whether I liked him or not. As I got older, you know, my my friends would say I'm too picky. You need to give someone a chance. And I'm like, no, I know within 10 minutes whether I like someone. But I did notice as I got older, I wasn't quite sure. And then it would be the thing where you'd say, you know, can I give you some money for the check? And they'd say, and I, I, and just to be clear, I do not order the most expensive thing unless it's the guy. They ask you to go outside and show your hips first. We right. Yeah. So, no, wait, but how uh, many? No. Now, how many dates are you going with someone now? I mean, it depends. Like, if if there if it could be somebody that I might like, maybe two or three. Do you? Um. Are there any things that you would see in a profile that would immediately disqualify someone? Yeah, I definitely like a little bit weird. Like if they're like, I like a walk on the beach with that special someone. Well, who doesn't right then and there I'm like, or, you know, or they're like, sit by the fire with a glass of wine. Yeah. You're boring. Like, I'm just like, yeah. I, I like somebody that's a little bit weird. Definitely funny. Like, like I was cutting someone's hair the other day. It's not that he was that cute, but he really made me laugh. Like he, he was very, very funny. And we had that wit going on back and yeah. forth. And the girls at work are like, hmm, I think you guys were flirting. And I'm like, no. You know, he did text me a bit, so we'll see. Unlike our friend Sarah, who was on previously, who likes the older gentleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you like him younger. So like, what's well, your- I like, when I was in my 40s, it was like 28 to like 50. Like now that I'm 55, it might be like 35 to like 65. Not too old, but- That's a good know. one. No, that's, that's a good It's a, a good age. Linda, we thank you very much for joining us this evening. And we've, uh, we always have a hoot and holler when we catch up with you and thank you for sharing. And we look forward to hearing more weird stories from you. We also would love to hear a story from this dude with the uh, haircut. This might be something. So yes, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about that frothy day, Mandy? She's something else, huh? She certainly is frothy. And I think she has quite a talent for finding very handsome men who end up having secret girlfriends. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sadly, that's her case. That seems to be the theme. <laughs> oh, God bless <laughs> her. handsome. Thanks again, Linda. Like we said, we're off to Bahaba tomorrow. Bahaba. And we're just letting you know that this is finally when you'll get to meet Mary and Jack on the next episode next week. That's just a little tease of fire. So get yourselves ready for Mary and Jack Indeed. for Bahaba trip. We'll leave you with that. And until next time, deuces. deuces. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to the Spinster Sisters podcast on Apple or Google Podcasts or Spotify. And please follow us on social media. Where our Twitter handle is at Sisters Spinster. You can also find us on Instagram at The Sisters Spinster and on Facebook at The Spinster Sisters Podcast. You can also email us at The Spinster Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. Bye.